Welcome back to another episode of Soul Savvy Podcast. I have my co-founder, partner in crime, Justin. How you doing, man? I am fantastic. It's been a while. Glad to be back on here. Yeah, it's yeah. been a couple of weeks. We've been, so we've been, been cycling in new people over here. I know. Here. Getting used to other people now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, we had Ian Ian last week, and I stumped him with some Air Max Day facts. So I that heard. Felt, that felt pretty good. I heard. I couldn't but, believe it. But we're not here to talk about that. We are here to talk about two, two subjects that are, um, one, that's polarizing the news cycle like fucking crazy and another one that's uh, much more low-key that i think everyone really uh should be aware of heading into just the next couple months and, and kind of what's going on in the sneaker world but let's start with the polarizing one which is little nas x collaborating with a brand the company mischief um on a custom air max 97 i'm just going to say that custom word custom. there because that's very important when when you saw the shoe what was the first thing you saw you thought honestly when i first saw it i was kind of I kind of saw it in passing I'm like, oh just another air max 97 that he's doing because they've done so many that have yeah. kind of been a little not out there out there but like had some design to it yeah uh, i remember like we were both obsessed with that air max 97 yeah. uh, tape with the really cool nike yeah. logos all over it so i'm like okay yeah. it's just another 97 they're doing something wacky with it and then actually my neighbor who knows nothing about sneakers who i didn't even know have my email address forwarded it to me <laughs> I'm like, okay, something's going on here. And then I kind of dove into it. I'm like, what? Blood? Yeah. What? Yeah. (laughs) Kind of creeped me out a bit, to be honest. Yeah. So my experience to it was kind of the opposite. I saw the tweet from Saint. Mm -hmm. Um, Saint's been, the Saint Twitter account's been on the Twitter trending panel for sneakers all the time. And I'm just going to say the irony of Saint breaking this news is hilarious to me. But that, that tweet popped up. On, on trending and i read that and i went man there is actual human blood in this sneaker <laughs> i don't care how little it is yeah super weird kept reading it and i was like damn there is to me it was very obvious this was a custom because yeah. like it was not a nike collaboration that was a no-brainer to me that it was not a nike collaboration yeah. but i'm a sneakerhead and i work in the industry so like I, I know that right and i couldn't help but think to myself no one else is going to know this this is going to be a nightmare for Nike. And then I started going through the the quote retweets and it was just people losing their minds, bashing the company. Like how dare Nike collaborate with the Satan and put yep. someone's blood in the shoe, yada, yada, yada. And, I, and at that point I was like, man, there is no way this ends good for, for mischief because nope. I mean, it's one thing to make a custom sneaker. And like, this is why we, you know, for people who noticed the way we talked about our sneaker, it was always the SS1. It was always the SS1. It was our our bespoke Jordan. We never we never said this was like a Nike or a Jordan collaboration. We were very careful with our words because we didn't want to poke the bear. Making an Air Max 97 and calling it a Nike Air Max 97 and letting the you know that news spread that way is just poking a bear and asking for all hell to break loose. Yep. And that's what happened. You know, everyone on the internet was talking about this. Everyone, everyone to their grandmother, like I always say, like everyone seems to be getting sneaker news now. And this one spread kind of like, hit harder. Yeah, it hit like yeah. wildfire. Everyone. And that's the problem there. Everyone was seeing this, not knowing any better that it wasn't a real Nike collaboration or that's something that Nike participated in. And I mean, they hit, Nike had no choice to sue. Yeah. Why do you think they sued? I think it just kind of goes against their brand with what this shoe portrays and, and it's right. trying to uh, paint a picture of. Um, 
it's not who they are. Yeah. It also kind of reminded me of that Air Max 97 uh, G's issue that was on StockX. Hmm. Do you remember that? Oh, it's, it's the, like same, the same company. It's yeah, same, same company. company. Yeah. yeah. So they didn't sue there because it had positive connotations, right? It was water and, yeah. you know, it represented something completely different than what this one did, right? Yeah. And it didn't make the rounds. It wasn't, it's not as polarizing. So it didn't make the rounds on social media, on the news site. Like this was on every website imaginable. Yeah. Sneakers are not related because little Nas X got what he wanted. Right, right. And, and so did Mischief. And, and if, if you're not familiar with, with Mischief and what they do, they do crazy weird shit all the time. Like they do a project, they call it Drops, pretty consistently. They're always making some noise. So I think from their perspective, this is a win. I mean, a lawsuit's never good, but I think, you know, from a branding perspective, they're going to get a lot of attention from this. And yeah. I would imagine they're kind of happy about it yeah. because I don't think Nike has a case. No, I think it goes back to the saying, you know, any press is good press. Yeah. So, so I say Nike has no case because even before this lawsuit, Complex asked the the founder of Mischief, like, hey, aren't you worried about the sale of this or Nike getting mad? And he said, no, we bought an authentic Nike sneaker and we customized it. It's, yeah. it's a work of art. It's totally allowed. Like it's a hundred, I think he said it's a thousand percent legal. Huh. Right. And he's right. Right. It's yeah. the same thing that we did. We bought an authentic Nike soul. We built on top of, we recreated something and we're selling it. The, the, Nike doesn't care because in the lawsuit, they basically just threw that all out. Um, and people are making the comparisons to uh, Warren Lotus. Mm-hmm. And, you know, their, their claim there was he's not using real Nike product, blah, 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 blah. It doesn't matter. The only reason they're doing this is so it would make the news on Monday morning that they're suing these people yeah. and they yeah. had nothing to do it. That's all yeah. this was. This is a PR stunt. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 666 pairs, right? Like no, yeah. Nike doesn't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nike wouldn't even tell us it was 666. They're, they're probably happy they sold 666 Air Max 97 souls. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they went missing in bulk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's just, you know, for me, I think a lot of the discussion on social media is like, oh, why is Nike doing this? Can they even do this? It's baseless. It's pointless. It's just a PR stunt. I'm like, it's a PR stunt. Yeah. It is to, because there's nothing Nike could have done over the weekend to get people to follow up in the age of social media, yeah. to follow up the original tweet where everyone's bashing Nike. No one's going to be like, oh, sorry, I was wrong. It actually has nothing to do with Nike. Let's not drag the brand through the mud. Yeah, right? that's absolutely. not happening. No, no one, no one actually fact checks on the internet on no. social media. No, the only way Nike could get ahead of this was to be very loud. Yeah, file a lawsuit. Yeah. Make sure it's on CNBC, NBC, right ESPN, away. The Athletic. I saw a notification for the Athletic pop up. It's everywhere, man. Exactly, it's everywhere. They, they had to sue these guys to make the rounds with the news and yep. people are saying, well, they're not going to get the shoes back. They don't care. They don't care. It doesn't matter. It's been, the situation has been salvaged. Yeah, absolutely. Like, like it, it's, it's, it's as good as they can get for something that they had nothing to do with that created hell for the PR department. on Monday Absolutely. Morning. I mean, they have a hundred in-house lawyers on campus in Portland. They need something to do. They're, they're doing their job. They're so you're saying paid. this was this was good for them? Absolutely, absolutely. You got that many lawyers on hand. You got to those 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 lawyers that are protect the brand, right? Yeah. And yeah, in this yeah. case, it was more of let's make sure we we make a stand because of X and what it stands for, yeah. and we have to protect our brand, and we don't care. We have the money, you know. We have yeah. the money to sue you. And that's what this was. This was damaging for the brand, right? Yeah. Um, and a lot of people are asking, well, it seems like Nike's picking and choosing their battles. It's like, yeah, oh. if you don't, you know, our custom sneaker, the SS1 and now the SS2 that's coming out, 
not going to fuck up Nike's life or create any problems for them. It's right? actually a positive. It's a positive thing exactly. for the brand to see somebody go to that length to yep. create beautiful artwork out of their beautiful brand that we all know and love. Yep. And then to take it the other direction. Well, guess what? Meet our hundred lawyers. Yeah. Like essentially if, if you're going to make their lives difficult and create problems for the brand, they're going to sue you. Yeah. Otherwise do your customs, do your shoe, do let the shoe surgeon do what he needs to do. Let independent yep. designers do what they need to do. But if you cross a line that they yep. dictate, it's yep. their company and their IP, they get to decide when that line's have been crossed. And at that point you're asking for a lawsuit. So. Absolutely. Nike just wants to know that the brand is strong. People are talking about it. They're loving it. They're enjoying it. They're running yeah. after it. They're lining up for it. And it's selling out. Yeah. Look, it's, Sneakers complaints is one thing. They don't need. They don't need. They don't need the, um, the official Satan Twitter account yeah. um, supporting the sneaker and and creating problems for them. So there you go. I mean, look for me, it completely makes sense that they sued. I think Little Nas X and uh, Mischief should have just like taken the swoosh off or yeah. like been careful with the wording. But I don't. Again, I don't think they cared. This was for. I mean, this is a, a dream. Publicity. Yeah, this is a dream publicity scenario. Yeah. Like. If you didn't know who Lil Nas X was before, you know yeah. now. If you didn't know what Mischief was before, you yeah. definitely know now. Yeah, it, I mean, it yeah. blew up the internet. Yeah, Nas is already pretty damn famous, but Mischief is now kind of going to be trending for a while. Did you watch the music video for the song? That's no, I haven't. No, I, I haven't, watched no. it. It was fucking crazy. I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm like, you oh, put it on your main screen or up top of the corner screen and kind of ignored it. <laughs> I was like, is this what it feels like to to drop acid potentially? Oh my like, gosh. I, I, oh it was gosh. just. I was listening. It took me to a whole other universe. And oh it was, gosh. It was insane. Oh um, gosh. But yeah, go watch it. It's a very interesting music video. I will. I'll watch it right after this. But yeah, that's that's the the first topic of news I wanted to talk about because it's it's much sexier. <laughs> um, the <laughs> second thing I wanted to talk about was port delays and congestion containers, shipping containers, truck drivers, and just oh, the gosh. overall logistics problems happening um, predominantly through North America. Yeah. So for the, for those of you who are unaware, the ports to getting product into the country are slammed they're super behind containers are sh sitting on ships they can't get it through customs there's just, there's a whole delay there's not enough staff etc cetera, etc cetera. everything's behind they're buying three three weeks right now um, just to get wow. product off 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 the ships and that's why we're seeing so many sneaker delays the 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 ups's of the world the shipping companies of the world warned us in november mm -hmm. that they can't handle supply going forward and they're not letting new clients in for the holidays. It's going to be craziness. They got through the holiday fine. I feel like everything went according to plan. Shipping was okay. And then January hit. Nothing was okay. Mm. No release. Like barely any releases have been on time. Dunks have seen multiple delays throughout the year. Remember when Dunks were supposed yeah. to drop January yeah. 7th? Black and white Dunk, yeah. There's been so many delays. And it's all tied to just the congestion around um, the ports, the containers. And on top of that, there's a, there's a truck driver shortage. Yeah. So even when they get it off and get it ready to go, they can't even get it to, you know, their distribution centers or Nike's case in Memphis, right? The entire thing is a mess. So yep. my, my question for you is what have you seen on your end? Like what are stores experiencing or like, what are the delays like? You know, what's funny is that everyone I talk to, the first thing they say is we're used to this. Yeah. Like he's always been so big. This is and, bad. And made such great product, but their Achilles heel is their logistics. Yeah. They're such a poor logistics company. They always have been. And as they grow, it is literally their Achilles heel because they just can't figure it out. 
They, I think, honestly, I've always said Nike should have their own planes. They should hire their own drivers. They should work with, you know, brands yeah. like Tesla and and start supporting eco-friendly delivery with their own logistics teams. But they yeah. rely on so many different distributors from the, you know, the freighters to the end uh, delivery driver. It goes through so many hands. And the funniest example, so we're, we're in Vancouver for everybody that doesn't know, and Nike's distribution centers in Toronto, which is by closer to New York. Yeah. So Vancouver is a five hour flight to Toronto. West coast. Yeah. West coast. So everything that comes into Canada for Nike actually comes into Vancouver because we're a port city. Yeah. That then goes on a train <laughs> and gets driven to Toronto, which is like probably two weeks. Yeah. And then from the train, they take it, they sort it, they pack it, and then they actually send a lot of it back to Vancouver because Vancouver is such a big Nike hub. Yeah. I'm just like, this is your guys' logistics? Like for you it's know, insane. a massive population uh, and a good Nike hub growing steadily with, with product and, and new consumers, you're literally doing all this work to for get no product reason. from AB and yeah. it just, it's wild. Cause so imagine that in Europe, imagine that in India, in China, where they're yeah. doing these exact same processes. It's wild. Yeah, no, it and is so hard to manage. And I feel so sorry for that team that has to deal with these <laughs> headaches. Cause I remember being on phone calls with Nike and I would hear about shipping delays. This is delayed. That's delayed. This has been pushed back. And this was years ago. Every yeah. single month, we would get these conversations. Like, is anything ever on time with you guys? No, and, and and you're right. And I'll say, like, I know stuff's always pushing it, yeah. right? So yeah. pre-pandemic, it was, you know, we have a release tomorrow. It just showed up today. <laughs> we have to count it and do the inventory. Yeah. Right? That's what yeah. was happening. And yeah. then, like, you know, through the pandemic, pandemic, it obviously got worse. Now yeah. it's at the point where instead of it showing up a day before release, yeah. when it should be there a week or two before release, yeah. it's now showing up like three, four, five weeks later. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we were just later. talking about the bacons that we were waiting on from a store and they're like, we're going to get them five weeks after the release yeah. day. I'm like, yeah. five weeks? They're like, yeah, yeah, we'll refund you. I'm like, oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. It's 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 crazy. It's crazy messy. Crazy. It's crazy delayed, and it's super frustrating from everyone's perspective. I yeah. you know tracking release dates this year oh, uh, has been really hard. Yeah, Shout out the release to dates calendar has Shout been out to Hirsch. yeah yeah has been really hard. Tough. Just overall being organized around what's happening in the sneaker industry. The Jordan Nines they're releasing um, on Wednesday. The yep. women's the women's release like that thing got pushed like four times yeah and, and and really i don't know why exactly but to yep. me it's just it's very clear they couldn't get shipments out in time to do a proper drop yeah some places got them and dropped them on time some yep. didn't nike obviously didn't like it's it's just so so crazy which leads yep. me to my 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 next point around this story is nike reported their earnings for the last quarter and this is very interesting to me so they did 10 0.36 billion in sales in the last quarter. Um, that is up year over year from 10.1 billion. So obviously pre-pandemic numbers. So they did more sales during this last quarter during the pandemic than they did pre-pandemic. So business overall is good, right? Yep. Production is good. Supply chain is good. Like they're making product. Yep. This is where it gets interesting. The revenue for Nike dropped 10% year over year for this last quarter 
in North America. Mm. Nike did 14.5 billion in sales in North America last year in 2020. Mm-hmm. Break that up into three quarters. You're looking at like three and a half billion per quarter, right? In North America. Yeah. 10% of that, just this really loose, shitty math. Yeah. It's like $300 million worth of product that they're, yeah. that they didn't get to, that yeah. they're short. The sales yeah. are down this year. So that yeah. brings me to the kind of congestion thing is like, they just couldn't get it into the country. No. Nike can't get product into the country to sell it. And this doesn't just go for Nike. Famous footwear is backed up $60 million in footwear right now. Yeah. They're waiting to get and it. And you know why that is too? It's because Famous Footwear, obviously, they do a great job of selling low-end product. But yeah. at the end of the day, Nike doesn't really care about that. They have to take care of the main accounts that For really sure. move the needle. And that's getting boutiques their product, right? Like that's Nike's main concern is making is. sure the Keystone product, the stuff that everyone's talking about that's kind of going viral online is there on time because yep. the perception of it not which is what we're dealing with is what Hirsch deals with and you deal with all the time is that when it's not people get upset. Yeah. Right. And, and it's a negative effect on your brand and how people perceive it at that time. And you don't want that. Right. Cause that's when people go on Twitter and bash you and they look at their algorithm and say, Hey, we're not hot right now. People are, are mad at us. Right. Yep. Um, so that product is super important. N- Nike doesn't really care about famous footwear. No, um, no, but, but it, it lends to all of the problems, right? For Even sure. if Nike's only a fraction of that, it's just like, Everyone, this is not just Nike, um, everyone's having trouble getting product into yep. North America. Yep. Canada being the, the least of their concerns and always the last one to get product, right? Yeah, yeah. So the counter to that is, so revenue's down 10% in North America. It's up 51% in China. Yeah. So Nike made up all of their losses in yeah. North America, in China, which to me signals the fact that like, hey, instead of dealing with getting more inventory to North Absolutely. America, yeah. where they're already struggling, they said, fuck it, let's just distribute it as far as we can get it. So if we can only get it from from the factory yeah. to China, yeah. Yeah. great. We're yeah. going to sell it in China or we'll sell it in Europe. Yeah. And that just leads me to the fact that like, it has been really weird over the last year, especially the last five months, especially mm-hmm. the last four months, like since the new year, three months, just the inventory levels, the stock of releases, it's just been yep. really shitty. And I think yep. this, that just paints a clear picture to me that like, they've kind of given up. They're like, this is, we can only get so much product into the country. Yeah, We have to reallocate like North America's you, their biggest region. Yeah. Their biggest growth region though, to your point of allocating it to China is, is China. That's their right. number one for the last five years they've seen double digit increases year or quarter over quarter from China, which has been um, amazing for them because that's really where they're pushing their brand. Right. So mm. they're so lucky to have obviously access to just kind of shift it over to, to their hottest market right. and make up that revenue. Right. Cause Do you think that was on purpose though. For I don't sure. Think, well, sorry, I, I, should, I should rephrase. Was that their plan the whole time? I think that was just like a, a strategic no, no, shift no, because definitely not, they were definitely forced not their to. Plan, no, but uh, yeah. like, they're, like I'm saying, they're very fortunate to have had that opportunity right. to do that so close to their factories and yeah. such a starving market that wants Nike product. Yeah. And to be able to just <laughs> vaporize that much product to make up for an, their number one country in the world, which is the United States. Yeah. That's uh, just shows how strong their brand is in, in mm. China. Uh, you should get Shanghai souls on here again and actually talk I should about see that. what's yeah. going on in, in China. Yeah. yeah that'd right. be interesting. Cause, cause I've actually seen on his Instagram and to your point, DP is like, 
I've seen amazing products sitting on Nike store shelves in China. So this could be actually um, something to investigate even further and, and do an article too with, um, with the team. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just, man, it's been just a weird, weird sneaker year. 2021 was, I mean, I think 21, 21 in general, we wanted it to be a, a kind of a fresh start to a year yeah. and it has not been in life and in, and it's mm-hmm. at all. Not at all. No. Yeah. And that's, look, it's, I don't think this is going to get any better. We just saw the, the canal blockage. Uh, we don't know how that's going to affect global trade. What kind of reliance Nike has on that? What's how it's yeah. going to affect other brands. Yeah. Um, it's, you know, it's going to be a wonky, a wonky three months. I think we're going to yeah. experience this for another yeah. three months, Yeah. Um, four months, at least another quarter. Yeah. And it's like, you know, we saw today that, that sneakers restock, mm-hmm. um, that Jordan reserve. Yeah. A lot of stuff popping up there in yep. full size runs yep. that yep. a lot of people picked up today. Yep. And I'm just sitting there looking at going, Oh yeah, one of the containers showed up off the off the off the boat. And that's <laughs> what it is. Finally, yeah, they finally got here. Hundred percent what it is and yeah. and kind of to plug us a bit too. It's like retailers are going to get their product. They have these orders and Nike's committed to ship them. If they still want them, yep. it's up to the retailer to cancel. Retailers aren't going to cancel the hot stuff. So, no. you know, shout out to our monitors, like with shoe palace, for example, for picking yep. up the UNC ones. Yep. This is Absolutely. only going to continue to happen. Um, as this product comes in, even if it's a, two months later, you're going to see Carmine's. You're going to see, you're going to see a bunch of product that did not make it for launch come back yep. in. And it's probably just going to go on the monitors. Yeah. Yeah. And like, you know, Nike was like, hey, marketing team's like, hey, guys, we got a bunch of SKUs here. Uh, what can we do with this? And yeah. that's how they came up with the sneakers Jordan Reserve. Like, throw yeah. up Jordan Reserve, do a shock drop. There was Mocha exclusive Dude, access. It was crazy. Like, Some people hit three times today, man. That's what I'm saying. Like, there, this Shout was out no, to this Juan. Was, yeah, this was no, like, little restock. This no, was, this was major. And This like was literally... Sh- shipment containers show yeah, up keep it and coming and like you said black and white dunks like the stuff's gonna come we just yes. gotta be patient like public service come. announcement exactly yeah public service it. announcement black and white dunks are inline sneakers they yeah. are gonna release every quarter every quarter seasonal shoes um if you missed out don't pay resale right now you can buy them in the summer you can buy them in the fall you can buy them in the winter you can buy them again next year nike's gonna yep. keep making them until no one wants to pay resale for them <laughs> until they go to um, the outlet <laughs> which might not happen with the way you know the triple white air force one's just a hot seller and maybe uh, that's what this sneaker ends up being for them yep. um psa is is over <laughs> but yeah um especially around resale right now i feel like prices are inflated in north america um it is partially because Yes, more and more people are into sneakers. More and more people are just have, you know, if they're not broke right now, they're spending money on random shit and they're buying sneakers. Um, but I also do think it's like, there's just not enough supply coming into the country. And we're hearing time and time again, something's late, store didn't get as much as they wanted. Yep. It's, just, it's just kind of a messy situation. So yep. if you're thinking about buying something for resale, I would almost say, do you, I would ask yourself the question, do you need it that badly right now that you would, that you pay what I believe is a premium on top mm-hmm. of the premium yeah. or can you wait until August when things cool off and we might see a couple more restocks, right? That's why we always say that, like, don't pay resale in the first couple of weeks. Um, people move on very quickly from things. So especially right now, I would be patient. You just never know. I've seen so many small boutiques to be like, Hey, we got a shipment of like the shoe from last September. We got 24 pairs or 72 pairs. Do you let's do a raffle? Yep. Like that's where this random shit is coming from. Stores yep. are owed product and it comes yep. in at some point. Yep. And they're not going to say no to it. They need it. No, it's, it's, it helps. It's guaranteed sales. Exactly. Um, yeah. 
Yeah. And to that, uh, one more thing is like, I feel like everything just sells out now. What doesn't sell out? I know. It's wild, man. Like everything is just gone. Got St. Paddy's Day stuff selling out two weeks after St. Paddy's Day. Yeah. Everything's everything. Stuff that was, you know, a year or two ago, stuff that would have sat around for a couple weeks, maybe had a couple sizes, maybe get for 10% off, like barely sells out. Is now um, like gone in the first day, yeah. gone in five minutes. Like need to use the sneaker monitors and yep. you know yeah. have bot protection on. It's just so crazy. It's you were crazy. laughing. You were laughing at that Air Force One Explorer with the wild upper. Looks like a glazed donut. Remember that one? Like it looks like a. Oh yeah, 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 pink, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pink glazed donut. Yeah, yeah. Sold out, man. It's gone. Sold yeah, out yeah. in black. It's gone. It's it's just wild. Yeah, sneaker culture is booming. Yep. Well, that's what we're here for. We're gonna help. We're gonna do what we can to make sense of all the madness. Yep. Um, but yeah, that's, that's, you know, the two things that I, you know, kind of turned into three, but overall the two things we want to talk about just to kind of break down what's going on in sneaker news, one that everyone's aware about the other one, not as sexy, but worth knowing about and being um, kind of cautious around what you do and how you spend your money because the industry is going through some shit right now and it needs some time to correct itself. You said it brother. We will endure. All right. Oh, it's almost Easter long weekend. Happy Easter long weekend, everyone listening. And uh, we'll catch you guys for a new episode next week. <laughs>